Journey back to the enchanting land of Ferenthia in Fiddlefern. Book two, The Raven, the Gnome and the Mimic. Follow the Raven and the Gnome as they encounter increasingly bizarre creatures, confront old adversaries and uncover secrets from their past. Reconnect with familiar faces from Farwood Forest as they too confront the dangers lurking beyond their woodland sanctuary and venture into the broader world of Ferenthia. Immerse yourself in the next captivating chapter of this illustrated rhyming fantasy series, complete with a compelling graphic audio companion. Stay tuned for the release of Fiddlefern, Book 2, The Raven, The Gnome and The Mimic coming soon. Welcome to Many Magical Tales, short stories for kids by Christopher Durr. Thank you for joining us on another adventure. Many Magical Tales presents The Christmas Wizard by Christopher Durr. Have you ever stopped to wonder just how it is that one man can reach every home across the globe in one night? Those who know of the ways of magic understand just who Santa truly is and how he does it. What most everyday children and their parents do not realize is Santa is a wizard. Not just any wizard, he is the first of all wizards, St. Nicholas, Père Noël, Father Christmas, Old St. Nick, King of the Gnomes and Elves, Sinterklaas, first of his name. But this story doesn't begin there. The story begins with a ten-year-old girl in a cabin in the woods, staring out the window into a snowy night. It had been a quiet, peaceful evening, and the snow was falling at a steady pace. At least four or five inches had already blanketed the ground. A young girl named Sky Rose was sitting in her cabin home, at the window staring out into the snowy night. "'What was that?' the little girl exclaimed. "'I think I heard something outside.' "'Uh, did I just see what I think I saw? "'That was a long fall. "'Whoever that was is going to need help. "'I better go and check it out.' The girl put on her shoes, put on her jacket, put on her scarf, and went outside to investigate. It was silent, the kind of silence that only happens after a big snowfall in the night. The snow seemed to absorb the sound. All the girl could hear was her footsteps crunching in the snow. She shouted, Hello, is there anybody out there? Is everybody okay? At first, she didn't hear anything, but then she heard a faint muffled voice coming from the tree line. Yes, over here. I need help. She stepped forward and walked about ten feet closer to where she had heard the sound. Hello? Is anybody there? She said. She heard an old man say, Hello, I'm here. I'm right over here. I need help. Now, she knew from listening to her mother tell her over and over again not to listen to strangers and not to go poking around in the woods at night. But she knew somehow that this was different. She walked into the woods and could see a man sitting on the ground in the snow. He was tall, old, with lots of white hair and a large white and gray beard. Well, to be honest, he looks like Santa Claus. There's no other way to put it, she thought. The young girl said, Santa, 
Is that you? What are you doing here? Are you okay? The old man said, Please just help me to my feet. I don't know if anything's broken, but I'm sure I'm bruised. She asked, What happened? What are you doing in the middle of the woods lying on the ground? That, my dear, is a very, very good question. One minute, I'm in the sky being pulled in the sleigh like normal, and the next, I'm on the ground in the snow with no sleigh in sight, nor my dragons. The little girl's eyes grew wide. Did you say dragons? What about your reindeer? The old man replied, My dear Skyrose, don't go believing everything you see on TV. The girl was stunned. She thought, how did he know my name if he wasn't the real Santa? She felt like fainting, but didn't. She said, wow, how did you know my name? The old man replied, Yes, I pretty much know everything about everyone. It's actually not as cool as it sounds. He then leaned over and grabbed the staff off of the ground when he lifted it up and held it. It began crackling with a weird electrical sound and a flickering light on top. Oh, well, that's definitely not working right. What are we going to do? She said. Yeah, not so sure about the we part yet, kid. Well, I'm guessing we're south of the Pinecrest National Park in Norwood County. That's incredible, Sky said. Anyway, do you want to come to our house? My mom will be worried about me if I don't head back soon. You can warm up by the fire and I can make you some hot cocoa. That is a very nice offer, and I will take you up on that. But first I have something I have to do. Then he began walking around and knocking on every large tree and holding his ear to the tree after he knocked. Sky was thinking maybe falling from the sky did something funny to him. He was also making a weird whistling sound by each tree when he knocked. Then something even more strange than Santa Claus falling from the sky happened. A tiny little creature about a foot and a half tall poked its head out of a little hole above a branch at the tree Santa was knocking on. It said, Who is that rudely banging on my house? Oh, wow. It's you. The little wood elf climbed down and looked up at the wizard. I'm sorry to bother you, my dear wood elf. I seem to be in the middle of an interesting situation. I was thrown from the sky out of my sleigh. My dragons are gone. And it seems like most of my magic is gone. My staff is hardly working, and I have no way of communicating with my home in the Northern Kingdom. What can I do to be of service? Do you know the Holly King? I need to find him. The little wood elf replied, Of course I know of the Holly King. We all know of the Holly King, though it's been a very long time since I have seen him. But I am sure he could be found. Santa replied, Good. Very good. Please gather any friends you can and find the Holly King. Tell him I am in dire need of assistance. I will be here at this girl's home. Please find me here and bring me any update you can. And please hurry. I am on an urgent deadline. Then Santa and the girl walked toward her home. The girl's head was spinning with all of the crazy things that she had just seen in the last hour. Wait until my mom gets a load of this, she thought. Mom, I'm home. I have someone you need to meet. Just then, Skye's mom walked into the room and dropped everything she was holding. She said, Skye, come here, honey, right now. Please, mister, leave us alone. I don't want to have to call the police. Skye said, chill out, mom. I know it doesn't make any sense, but trust me, he's the real deal. He may look like the real deal, but he's not. 
I don't know how he got into our home or why he's here, but you need to come here and he needs to go. Just then, the Christmas wizard said, Go to your mother, Skye. Always listen to your mother. Listen, Rebecca, I understand how this looks, and to be frank, your reaction is very understandable. If you would truly like me to leave, I will. Your daughter is very nice, and she helped me just now. She invited me here, so I am here. I understand. I wouldn't believe me if I didn't know that I am who I am, if that makes any sense. To be fair, I am not Santa, in the sense that you may know of Santa. The stories about the fat, jolly old man with the reindeer who comes down the chimney on Christmas night are, shall we say, a bit exaggerated. Currently, I am stranded here, at least for the time being. I have sent for help, but instructed them to find me here. I don't believe it will be long until help arrives. Something about the man's demeanor and his presence began to change her mind. She actually felt at ease. She didn't believe that he was Santa, but she also didn't believe that he was a danger to her or her daughter. Skye then began to quickly recount everything she had seen since she went outside. The old man sat in the background, nodding. Skye's mom offered him hot cocoa, and he gladly accepted it, sitting down by the fire. He began talking to himself a bit. Yes, it most certainly must be the Oak King. Skye asked, Who is the Oak King? The old man replied, Oh, I'm sorry, I was thinking out loud. I tend to do that. The Oak King has been around as long as I have, or just about. He and I have never quite seen eye to eye. From time to time, he shows up at the worst times. He is usually up to small mischief or trying to derail my operations. He thrives on heat, summer, and the lengthening of the days. He is against nature, but also part of nature. He is essential, but also chaotic. He has a brother, the Holly King, whom I have summoned here tonight to help me regain my powers and communicate with the North. He and I have had a great working relationship for many years, and it is him whom I am relying upon tonight. If he can't help me, Christmas as the world has known it for many centuries may not happen. I need to find my stolen magic and get back on schedule. I must be on track. I must get back on track. They sat there in silence for what felt like five minutes until they were startled by a tap on the glass at the back door. Skye's mom looked out the window and was stunned into silence. She finally said, Uh, I think you're going to want to see this. They all went to the back door and Santa exclaimed, Ah, my good friend, you came. Standing in front of them in the snow was a tall tree man, about ten feet tall with holly and ivy leaves intertwined around his head like hair. He wore a massive mossy cloak, and on his head was a crown of vines. He spoke with a thundering, booming voice. Sinterklaas, it has been too long. I have heard about your situation, and if it is my brother behind this, then on behalf of my kin I apologize. The wizard said, My dear Holly King, you will never have to apologize to me for the behavior of others. You have always been nothing but a friend to me, and you are one of my greatest allies. I just need some help to regain my power. I'm very behind schedule. I have also somehow misplaced my dragons. My staff is basically just a walking stick right now. And if we don't do something, this Christmas will be lost. I have sent out the wood elves and the owls. They are out looking for my brother 
or any word of his whereabouts. We will journey north together. I have magic, but I cannot give it to you. If I could, I would gladly give you my powers for thousands of years. You have been one of my greatest friends, and I will do everything within my power to help you with your task. We will get this matter sorted. My brother will face justice for this, if it is him behind this. So, I too, like you, agree that it is likely him. He obsesses over you and me, and hates the winter and all things to do with Yule. Now we will journey north. I believe that this girl must travel with you. She has power. I see it though. She knows not of it. She has her own magic. I sense it. Sky's eyes were wide with shock. She said, What do you mean? I have powers? I don't have any powers. What are you talking about? The Holly King looked down at the little girl and said, You have powers. If I say you have powers, I do not lie or exaggerate. You have powers not yet discovered, but you will discover them soon. Santa said, Rebecca, if she comes with us, I want you to come too. Are you willing to come? Sky's mom was hesitant, then nodded her consent. Just then, the wood elf came running from the trees. It said, We have located the Oak King. He is in the Northern Reach, in his kingdom, in the heart of the Grimwood. The Holly King thanked the elf, then turned to Santa. He is where I thought he would be. Are you ready? Santa nodded. The Holly King spoke. You must all come close and take my hands. We have too far to walk, so we will travel another way. It will surprise you, but do not be afraid. Just then, they all walked up to the Holly King, grabbed his hands, and they all evaporated right on the spot. When they reappeared, they were no longer in the woods by their home. They weren't anywhere near their home. They were in a big open field at the base of winding hills and a mountain. The Holly King said, Now be on your guard. You are with me, and I do have power, but there are wolves and other things in these woods. The group walked on following the Holly King's lead. Mom leaned over to Skye with her arm around her shoulder and said, Are you okay? I'm not so sure we should have come. This is a bit out of our league, kid. I think maybe we should have just stayed at the cabin. Skye said, I know, but something tells me that we were meant to come and it will all be okay. Besides, we're with Santa. What could go wrong? Just then, they heard wolves howling in the distance, and the snow began to get heavier and the wind picked up. It now felt as though they were stuck in the middle of a blizzard in the middle of nowhere. They marched on, plowing through the snow. Santa, Skye, and Rebecca followed in the cleared path behind the Holly King. They reached the woods, and the snow and wind died down. The further they walked into the woods, the warmer it got. To the point, it was about 80 degrees, like they were in the middle of summer all of a sudden. They walked for about 10 minutes until they suddenly heard a voice from the trees ahead. Hello, my brother. It has been a long time. I see you have brought some guests with you. Sky turned, shocked to hear a voice, and saw a being not that dissimilar from the Holly King. He had leaves on his head, but they were golden and red, almost like a blaze of fire. Unlike his brother, he had a wicked grin, not too dissimilar from a jack-o'-lantern at Halloween. Sky could tell that this was a being that was more dangerous than anything she had seen so far. The Holly King said, Yes, it has been too long, and I will cut to the heart of the matter. And why we are all here. Tell me honestly, brother. Are you responsible for the situation Sinterklaas finds himself in? 
The Oak King smiled a wicked grin and said, What is the situation Sinterklaas finds himself in? I hope that nobody has inconvenienced him. That would be most unfortunate. Just then, Santa spoke. Where are my dragons? And how did you take the power source? My kingdom is guarded. You are not allowed access. How did you do it? The Oak King said, Bold of you to assume it was me, as if I'm the only one that refuses to worship at the feet of the great Christmas wizard. You do know the world only loves you because you are the gift bringer. Stop bringing them gifts and see how much longer they care. Santa replied, You will never understand Christmas. You will never understand joy. You will never understand why people celebrate what they celebrate. The joy in the songs, the lights, the stories, and the traditions. For all that, I pity you. Now, please tell me what you've done. You weren't listening, old man. I did not do a thing to your precious magic. So you may want to visit your home sooner rather than later. Now be gone. Get out of my sight before I send my wolves to escort you away. The Holly King said, Let's go. He is not lying. I can tell we must go north. Just then, they grabbed the Holly King's hand again and disappeared. When they reappeared, they were in a vast expanse of snow. No trees, no hills, no mountains, just flat snow and a large wall. Santa said, Something has happened here. We have to go inside and check. Couldn't the Holly King just make us appear inside like he's been doing all night? That would be unwise. He brought us out here because he didn't want to bring us directly into the middle of a situation that we do not have control over or know what is happening. Somebody has taken control over the North Pole. They have blocked the link to my power source, and I'm starting to think I know who. Rebecca asked, Who do you think it is? Santa replied simply, The Snow Queen. They walked around the wall until they found an unguarded open door. Santa said. I don't know where everybody is. Where are the gnomes? Where is everybody? Just then, Sky looked around and said, There are a lot of statues here. Santa turned around and said, Oh my goodness, those are not statues. Someone has turned all of my gnomes into stone. In the middle of the courtyard were two stone dragons. Oh no, I found my dragons. My poor dragons. Santa looked defeated and terribly sad. I don't know why she's done this. Why, why now, after all these years? Just then, they heard a woman laughing. I was wondering when you would come. You went chasing after the wrong boogeyman. You've run out of time, Claus. The night is almost over. You have no time to save Christmas. In fact, Christmas will never come again. My rule will reign. The Northern Kingdom will be mine. You have no power. You have come ill-prepared into a battle you cannot win. I will not go on about all the reasons I have done this. It is done. You are finished. You should not have brought them with you. You have doomed them as well. The Holly King spoke up. You are not as powerful as you think you are. The Queen snapped. Silence your tongue before I turn you into firewood. You do not have power here. Just then Santa shouted to Rebecca and Skye to run. The Queen laughed. Run where? Don't you realize where you brought them? There's nowhere for them to run. There's nowhere for you to run. Just then, she shot a blast of something from her staff. It missed Santa, but struck the Holly King. He was immediately turned to stone. Santa started running as she sent blast after blast. 
Rebecca and Skye were hiding behind the stone dragons. Skye peeked from around the dragon just as one of the blasts caught Santa. He stumbled and his staff flew towards them. Santa himself had turned to stone. Skye ran and grabbed the staff, then ran back to her mother behind the dragons. Rebecca said, What are you doing? What are we going to do? I knew we shouldn't have come. Skye didn't know how she knew, but she knew what to do. She took the staff, walked out into the middle of the open yard, and shouted, Christmas will not be stopped. Christmas will come whether you like it or not. Just as the Snow Queen shot a blast in her direction, the staff lit up with energy, and the girl stopped the blast from hitting her. She had magic, she had power, and she knew it. The Holly King was right. There was a reason she came along. There was a reason Santa had crashed near her house. There was a reason for everything. And now she was going to fix things. Skye said, Be gone with you. I cast you out. I send you away. Be gone! Just then, a blast of energy came from the end of the staff, and the queen was gone. As soon as the queen disappeared, the statues began to crumble, and left standing where they stood were the gnomes, the dragons, the holly king, and the Christmas wizard. Sky Rose had saved the day. Sky Rose had saved Christmas. The gnomes let out a cheer, and Santa came and hugged her. Thank you, my dear, you've done it. And just like that, Santa snapped his fingers and all was put right. He had his magic back. Whatever she had done to block his power source had also vanished when she did. Santa said, Okay, I would love to hang around and celebrate, but I'm running out of time. The gnomes ran and grabbed his sleigh and pushed it to the center of the yard. They connected the sleigh to the dragons. Santa said, Rebecca and Skye, please get in. Skye asked, what about the Holly King? The Holly King said, Do not worry about me. I can go and come as I please. And I feel like I will stay here a little while to keep an eye on things until Sinterklaas returns. It was very fortunate meeting you and I am sure we will see each other again someday. Now please take care of yourself and your mother, and have a Merry Christmas. Just then, the two dragons flapped their wings, and they and the sleigh they were pulling lifted up into the night sky, and in a flash they were back over the woods near their home. Santa brought the sleigh down, helped them both out of the sleigh, and said, Your help was invaluable. You are very special. You have immense magic that you will need to learn to use as time goes on. I will see you again. I will see you both again. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. Just then, the two walked into the cabin, hugged each other, and sat down on the couch and fell asleep. When they woke up on Christmas morning, Skye saw a big present under the tree. She opened it and saw a staff of her own. As soon as she gripped it, it emitted energy. There was a note on the package that said, Welcome to the world of magic. You have been listening to The Christmas Wizard, brought to you by Many Magical Tales, written and produced by Christopher Durr. Thank you, and have a Merry Christmas 